this episode is being broadcasted and produced here at Big Stu Studios. Welcome to another episode of Straight Like That Podcast. I am your host, Antoine Thomas. This show is being produced and aired here at Big Stu Studios with my producer, Big Stu. Shout out to my producer, Big Stu. He, if you need any content created, he is the man to go to. I have a special guest with me today. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Why don't you go <laughs> ahead and let everybody know who you are? Uh, my name's Charlotte Jones. Okay. I am a local farmer here in the city. Okay. I grow a urban farm, growing wheatgrass and microgreens. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then tonight we're having Mr. Big Stew produce our first podcast of our uh, show, Knockin' Roots, when okay. good plants get a bad reputation. Well, welcome to the Big Stew film family. Thank we you. Are, you know, we do I'm what we can excited. over here. It should be fun. It should be fun. So you said you do farming? I do, yeah. So uh, we actually had our five-year anniversary um, two months ago. Okay. Um, so that was super exciting. Okay. Um, so we specialize in wheatgrass and microgreens. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our, um, basically, if you're getting wheatgrass in St. Louis, there's right. a 85% per- chance you're getting it from ours. Okay. Our so how did you, how'd you get into that? Um, so I traveled, um, for about nine years as a welder working on, uh, wind turbines. Oh, wow. (laughs) And then, uh, I banged my per diem and Mm. came back here and decided I was done dealing with people. Like prior to welding, I was Mm. a restaurant server, Okay, you know, all that, uh, you know, the industry. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people who work in that. Industry as servers or it is hosts so and they... good for you in yeah. the future, but man, like I don't want to die doing it. So um, yeah, that's that's one of the industries you got to have tough skin because you you deal with people. You do. It's just, you do. It's just you not what, fun. You know what plants do whenever you they don't like what you're doing? Like nothing, man. <laughs> nothing. Right, right, right. They just look adorable and help your air. Be cleaner. <laughs> so where are you all located at? Um, right now we're over in South City. Okay. okay, um, okay. We don't really have a spot. Um, we had a big facility where we were having people come in. Um, okay. We also had educational classes and okay. stuff like that going on. But we lost our building, so now we're, uh, we're in a small spot where we produce, but we can't really have people come in. But okay. um, if you have you heard of Nine Mile Garden? I've heard of it, yeah. It's a, uh, it's pretty fun. It's like a big, uh, I think it's like a football sized field where they always have like at least like five, six food trucks. Okay. Um, on Sundays they're doing farmers markets. Okay. So um, we, uh, I and a friend of mine, Amber Donlin, who's actually on my podcast too. Okay. Um, she owns a plant crafts business. Okay. So we joined together and made a tent and just kind of turned it into a jungle. (laughs) And we sell our goods through there as well. So is... So is it just you that owns the business or are you working with somebody else or... No, it's all me. Um, I absolutely do have help on my markets. Um, So I'm a big family lady. So my mom and my dad are my first people that I call in to the crew. Um, and then the other two people that I call in are actually people that worked for me, um, whenever I was running restaurants, like in my early twenties. Um, 
they were awesome, so I just kept a hold of them. So if they're available, I'm like, come on in. <laughs> so what days are you all open? Um, so Nine Mile, I believe, is open every single day. Um, but their farmer's market runs on Sundays, and that's mm -hmm. from 10 to 2. But the place is really awesome. It was actually my first time out there um, okay. last Sunday. Okay. So apparently they do like live comedy, like free comedy shows and stuff out there. Hmm. They do like free live bands. Okay. Um, so I'm pretty excited to. Um, so was that is that something you'll be doing on a regular weekly, or is it just something that you tried to do once? And no, just to see. I'm, I'm I'm a market girl, so okay. that was kind of one of the things that kept me into farming. Was I I love talking to people. I love okay. talking to people about plants. If you let me, I will do it all day. Okay. <laughs> so you said y'all just had your you just had your five year anniversary with your business. So what 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 made you? How did you sustain those five years? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I do what I can. <laughs> you know, family support was a big part of it. Okay. Um, although I do have to say, for the first like year of my business, my mm -hmm. family were like, "Stop doing what of you like. Why are. are you doing this? It's <laughs> weird. You're never gonna make money. Mm -hmm. Like, quit being a weirdo." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "No, no, I'm I'm good with my weird, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna work out somehow." Right, right, right. <laughs> Now, is this something that you've always wanted to do, or is it just something that you just kind of came into? Um, so, I've always been really interested in plants. Okay. Um, I've always loved creating my own businesses. I mean, I think by the age of 12, I had already had like seven different businesses. It was gotcha. ridiculous. Gotcha. I sold rocks to people for like 20, like wow. literal locks. But they'd be like in a in a wedge, and I'd be like, "This is a wonderful rare pizza rock. You need this." Oh wow! Oh wow! That's, that's people something. around the neighborhood. They're like, "This girl's too cute. I'll give her twenty five cents, whatever." <laughs> right. So, have you ever thought about putting it, possibly going to like a big chain? What you doing? Plants, some like Lowe's or Home Depot or Menard, something like that. Have you ever thought about possibly? partnering up with somebody like that? Um, so not Lowe's Home Depot version, but I would want to pair up with like uh, Whole Foods, um, Fresh Time, Old Time um, okay. Produce. So that was actually the route until we lost our big business. Okay. So um, the licensing and everything for mm -hmm. um, what we had um, for commercial gotcha. there versus what I have now, um, I have to find another farm, so that's the that's the priority right now. So, do you still have your commercial license, or does that goes, expire? Or well, you get the licensing per building. Okay. okay so okay. we don't just grow plants. We uh, my jam is growing plants and educating people, but then okay. I also make a bunch of stuff out of my plants. Okay. Like, what do you make? Out, like, what do you make um, out of your plants? Like protein powders. Um, okay. We also have different like skin balms and stuff like that. Okay. 
Um, whenever I was little, I used to have eczema, mm -hmm. and I was always poor and never had insurance. Right, and right, even right. if you did have insurance, it's like $100 for that like tub of like cream that you yeah. smear on yes. there. And it makes you all greasy and it's yeah. nasty. I have eczema, so yeah. hydrocortisone, I hated using it because it was so I will bring you some greasy. of my stuff. Well, so what I did was I, I learned with sprouts, it's uh, the highest content of chlorophyll in any plant, okay. which is like super bad at, bad to the bone for your skin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I started uh, taking the essential oils out of those and putting them into balms. Okay. And then, I mean, it's been five years without a breakout for me. See and that? it like, it within like a minute like you rub it in it dries okay like see so that's funny because my weird. mom is my mom is starting to get into that whole organic natural um type thing where she's starting to experiment with make her own oils yeah. so and i'm starting to use and i've had her make me some <laughs> of it and it works i she's steady like she used she has a um aloe vera plant that mm -hmm. she uses um and i'm like why are you first of all when did you when did this become a hobby for you <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to start doing this and it actually like the stuff that she makes it actually works so like yeah. she's she's starting to make like stuff for men's beers and I'm like you just all into it <laughs> yeah. well you know what I, a lot of what i've noticed is people have kind of always had that in the back version of their right. head. So they may not have been able to figure out exactly how to make something, but mm -hmm. they were, oh, well, I'm not sleeping super great. So instead of getting some sleeping pills from Walmart right. that has God knows what in it, A they go and get some, you know, chamomile tea or something yeah. and figure out, oh, man, this this might be a thing. Right. Um, you know, so I like to play with a little bit more... Um, noticeable plants mm -hmm. um like you know uh kava um okay. uh, all sorts of other plants um that's kind of what our our thing with the podcast is is to remove the stigma like i want to make plant medicine more normalized gotcha. i want it to be like whenever someone hears Mom's making some weird bombs out of nowhere. <laughs> like I want yeah. that to be something where people are like, "Cool, let's try it." Yeah, Instead yeah, yeah. of being like, "I don't know about that," you know. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> to be honest, it's one of the things where a lot of people are starting more to get into these organic, uh, whether it's skincare, whether it's health, like anything that has to do with skincare or health. People are starting to go more into an organic feel because yeah. they're starting to see that. This has more benefits than me actually get than actually going to the hospital and getting these pills that has all these side effects. Mm -hmm. Me going more natural don't have side effects to it, so it makes I, me I really. I I can I I think it's cool. It's something I would never do. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have that type of patience. I don't want to do research. I don't want to do none that of that. In three years, you're gonna be boiling up a little pot of some sort. Let's see. I, I highly doubt it, but I don't have. Patients for research. Uh, that's 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 too much time. I don't want to. <laughs> a lot of my stuff um, I learned from family. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always had my mom's really into natural medicine. My grandma was really into natural right. medicine. Um, so it was always kind of normal in my household. But 
it's so exciting, you know, like even from when I started five years ago, mm. like watching the wave of how things are working, it's, mm. it's really exciting to see that people are really turning on to it now. Yeah, yeah like I said, it, it has more benefits to actually going to prescriptions. Mm -hmm. It's not as addicting. It's not, um, you're trying to fix something else. Fix one thing, and then you got to worry about getting something else. That's, so. a, that's a big one, you know, like, especially with, like, pain medication yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. They're like, oh, cool, you don't feel your back anymore, but now if you don't take these pills, you're going to be jittering for right, a while, right, right. you know? That's not yeah, cool. Yeah, like, I'm, it's, it's funny because <laughs> I watch a lot of commercials um, that be advertising these medicines for, like, some have, like, for uh, something to do with the skin, but it says... But then it lists all the side effects real fast at the end. BS, cancer, <laughs> death, you know, all those red things. Right. <laughs> like you might you might have high blood pressure. It might cause you to fall out. You like, wait a minute. I didn't have that problem before. Y'all gave me this medicine. Why am I having this problem now? If you feel like your heart's about to burst right. out of your chest, maybe there is an issue. Right. Then they tell you. You might want to check with your doctor before using this. Well, why am I calling you for if I got to check with them? <laughs> Don't make sense. Yep. It's like, so you give me a medicine for a heart, for my heart, but it can also cause high blood pressure? Nah. <laughs> then you want to put in a warning. If it does X, Y, Z, make sure you call your doctor. Oh, right. okay. So you just gave me something that could potentially kill me and not tell me about this. <laughs> Gotcha. It's called being a guinea pig. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to test this on you. We haven't had any problems yet. But, you know, you might be that one that causes a problem. So, we're going to throw this disclaimer in there so that way you can't sue us. Make sure you call your doctor before taking this, though. <laughs> like, why am I calling my doctor? So, yeah, I, I, I'm all for the organic and natural. I like um, uh, treat it in moderation. Yeah. Work your way up instead of... Treating heavy and working your way down. Right, exactly. <laughs> so with you all's form, how big was the how big was the original um, setup? The original setup was a twenty five hundred square foot building okay. um, that was three levels. Okay. So it was uh, my ultimate dream was to turn it into a plant YMCA. Okay. <laughs> um, so my educational background, I'm a teacher and a nutritionist. Okay. Um, I also have personal training and all that in there. So pretty much anything healthy, and I'm just a nerd, so I like to learn a bunch of stuff. Um, so I wanted to blend it all into this building. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, we, you know, we got halfway through the build and then it didn't work out. So it was a, it was a big setback, but mm -hmm. in the long run, we ended up finding out that building was, you know, not, it was more of a lemon than anything else. So, mm -hmm. uh, if you ever saw that movie from... Gosh, I think it was like the 80s. It was called Money Pit, where mm. these two people just bought this house and where anything that they fix, you put a nail here and the staircase is falling down oh, over wow. here. <laughs> it would have been wow. those situations. So, you know, somebody was looking out for me. Yeah. It just took a few years to realize that's what yeah, was that's, up. That's not good, especially when you're putting so much money into a big building like that. Yeah. You don't want anything falling <laughs> or cracking. Especially within months or a year or a year within you getting a building, mm -hmm. so you want everything as safe as possible. So, did you have 
um, any employees working with you, or was it just you doing it yourself? Um, so, for the first year when everybody thought I was nuts, <laughs> nobody was helping me, mm-hmm. um, I actually had a sign in the greenhouse that was like a big old sign. Um, if you've ever worked in a factory before, yeah, I've worked, I've hate, I hate those jobs. They always have that <laughs> sign. It's been this many days since right, somebody's since, been yeah. injured. So I had one of those that said, it's been this many days since Charlotte's left before 10 p.m. <laughs> and I think for the first like year and a half, it was like the most I ever made was like four or five days at oh, that. Oh, wow. It was, but I mean, that's building a business. Yeah. and. It's a business that, you know, it's not like I'm selling you a chair. You understand what a chair is, you know. And granted, I should say, you know, there's all kinds of fancy things about chairs, the angle of the arches and all this, like you know. (laughs) But it's like you know, sprouts is kind of one of those things where unless you unless they know about it, you really have to educate people. And I think that's kind of one of the things that I liked about it was because I love talking plants to people like that is just my jam yeah yeah see i talking to play talking about plants i'll be like this you lost me about two minutes ago you lost see, me. you think you think so but you've never been to one of my markets okay. so we do okay so we do the fresh greens okay um this is pre-covid i should say <laughs> So we do the fresh greens. Mm -hmm. We do, uh, we have lines of teas. We have lines of skincare products. And then we had an entire lunch menu. Okay. Um, Have you ever heard of the Great Grill Cheese Off of St. Louis? Mm -hmm. Um, Again, pre-COVID, they were doing it every year. We got like second place. Oh, like wow. two years ago, and which is so nuts because I'm not a restaurant <laughs> at all. Like that right. was another one of those moments where everyone I knew were like, "You're freaking nuts! Like, yeah. why would you want to do this to yourself?" I'm like, "Cause I know it's good." <laughs> and you know, like I I ended up I pulled together a crew, and man, we made it happen. There was like three thousand people oh, that wow. showed up there. I was. Um, and again, not a restaurant or a cook, but we right. had like the grills, and so nobody knew how to work the grills. So I'm like cooking here. I'm at one point. I'm like, I can't even turn around because I know the line is too long <laughs> and it'll make me stressed out. So right. I'm gonna cook, and somebody else has to, you know, cut it and put it over here. As long right. as I don't have to turn around, it's cool. Right. But man, we we made it happen, but. I also ordered not enough cheese and ran out of oh, that like wow. 30 minutes before. <laughs> well, you wasn't expecting. Yeah. But it was really good. It was cool. Like Fazio's Bread Company, okay. they paired up with us. They ended up okay. giving us like 50% off our bread because they oh, were just wow. like, yeah, we believe in you. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, cool. that's always good when somebody, you know, believes in you. I love family businesses. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing like... Uh, this new th- jumping into this new thing with the what is it the egg plant the the plant based like meat or anything like that have you all um so we do do a plant protein okay um so uh that was actually one of the reasons why we're still in business right now okay. um because it is shelf uh stable okay um because sprouts 
all of last year, we didn't do the markets at all. This is actually the first year I've been in the market for like two years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a break. Um, the first one was pretty intense, and I was just like, I don't know how to sell to people when it's COVID because I'm, oh. I'm used to like giving them all the good smells and, mm -hmm. you know, all the pretty plants and all this. But now you have to have everything prepackaged. You can't, unless you're a food truck, you can't right. prepare food on site. Mm -hmm. I used to have a, so with the proteins, we have a, I was bartender for years. Mm -hmm. So, and I loved the show. So I had like four or five different shakers of different things. And I'm like, shake them all up. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's it's easy to draw people in with that. Right, but then right, whenever right. you got nothing like that, I'm just sitting there going, twiddling my thumbs, going, I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so have you, have you decided to partner up with any um, possible food trucks, maybe? I The goal is to eventually get my own food truck. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but... Being invited over to Nine Mile, you know, um, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to, you know, if I don't sell some greens, maybe <laughs> give them away to some food trucks that are there and maybe make some connections. Yeah. <laughs> so with so with the Nine Mile, is that something that, how did you, how did you connect with the Nine Mile? So um, I have, since year one, I've actually been vending at the Del Mar Loop Market. Okay. Um, which they are a fantastic market. Um, do you know, have you ever been there? I, I'm so, I'm used to the Sulog Market. I've, I didn't even know they had one in so Del Mar is actually one of the first markets in St. Louis. Okay. Um, they always have live bands. Um, they're a really big food farmer heavy. So okay. if you're looking for produce, this is, you know, a good place to go. Hmm. Um, okay. So there, there's the main strip there. And then right behind it, there's like that big parking lot that everybody parks in for right. all the things. Well, in that parking lot is where the Del Mar Loop Market is. Okay. But since I wasn't in there last year um, due to COVID, because um, uh, we actually lost like two-thirds of our farming business because of it. So okay. I have two businesses. Um, the other is house inspections. Okay. So that kind of... I, it was a trade-off of I have to pay my bills, so right. I kind of went more into the house inspection okay. field. Um, so I didn't do that last year, and they right. filled my spot. So okay. um, this year I'm trying something new. Okay. Brian. So how did you get? So how did you go from plants to house inspection? <laughs> Those are two different, <laughs> two different things. <laughs> um. Short answer, I don't like to say no to new opportunities. Gotcha. That's understandable. <laughs> Long answer is uh, basically I, uh, I went to a, a business meeting mm -hmm. and I ended up meeting this girl there that like the business meeting that we were at, we were just not jiving with what they were laying down. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of in the back, you know, joking to each other about it a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> And we That's bonded. No way to make and, yeah, <laughs> we bonded very hard that day, mm. um, or that weekend. It was a whole weekend course. Okay. But um, after, so it's kind of funny. She had just started this job, mm -hmm. 
And she's like, this is amazing. You right. should try it because of your construction background. So I was like, okay, cool. So I, tr- I, you know, I took the job, mm-hmm. and then I found out like the day after I took the job, she quit. So oh, literally, man. yeah, this chick worked there for like three days, and on her second day got me hired. On her third day, quit, and I'm like, oh lord, these people are gonna <laughs> think the worst of me. Oh wow! But it's been like two and a half years now. Um, I just got awarded for being the best inspector of the country <laughs> last okay. last month. Well, so congratulations. I was like, Congratulations. Thank you. So, but plants are my heart. So that's kind of what I'm trying to get back to. Now, do you, is the plants that you use, is it just for like, or like natural stuff? Or do you also do plants to where, um, like for just normal plants, like just to, for house, like decorations or just to plant pretty much? I'm really focused on plant medicine. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, I don't really do anything for visuals. Gotcha. I, I have an aloe plant, but technically I could make that into medicine. Right, right, right. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I look at plants and I see, like, their benefits of what they can do. I don't look at the plant. So, if that makes sense. where do you go to get your plants? <laughs> Um, I grow them. Okay, okay. Um, or I find reputable sources okay. that I I know the farm or I've been able to research the farm really well um, because seeds really do make a difference. Like okay. if you get your seeds from a part of the country that has like a lot of air pollution and stuff mm-hmm. like that, especially with sprouts, and then they ship them back here. That's what, did you ever, uh, did you hear about that whole thing with Jimmy John's a few years ago where they like, took sprouts completely off the menu no, and all that. that. Yeah, so there was there was two different restaurants. One's Jimmy John's. One I cannot for the life of me remember right now. Mm. But um, one of them bought seeds from a contaminated area. Oh, wow. Brought them in, sprouted them, and made a ton of people sick. So oh, it was wow. removed off their menu. And then the other one... It was actually a U.S.-based business, like, seed company, mm-hmm. but they were not um, fencing off their fields. Oh, so wow. cows that ha- um, were sick got into the fields oh, wow. and ended up contaminating all those seeds. So hmm. it's, it's, it's very... Um, so sprouts absorb 98% of what's in the air and what's in the soil. Right. So... It's really, really important on getting a very good solid source. Okay. And then on top of that, I only deal with family businesses. So um, it makes it a little more expensive and sometimes a little more pain in the ass to find the seeds. Because those are very small. Yeah. They're usually small businesses. But those are the people I want to do business with. So how how long does it usually take to... uh, I guess once you find who you want to uh, buy the seeds from, how long does it usually take to prob- to get them, for you to get them shipped, I guess I should say? Um, so we've got really good relationships with the people. Um, so I actually go and physically visit the farms. Okay, okay. Um, so, well, actually, me and my dad go okay. and visit the different farms because um, we do have a couple different regulations, like they can't use grain silos. 
which a grain silo is um, when people are putting um, all their seeds from the harvest into a big bin. Okay. And then, you know, the next harvest, they put those seeds into that bin. And then the next, they put it into the bin. Okay. But sometimes it's other farmers that are around the area that are putting their seeds into the bin as well. Oh, wow. And things get mixed together. And calling it organic is it. it iffy thing because you don't really have a way to track all those seeds. Mm. So when you deal with a smaller farm, again, it's more expensive, but those people, like our seeds, they all have on the bag a thing that says what section of the field they come from. Hmm. And I love that. Maybe okay. it's a little excessive, but I love that. No, if you're doing something <laughs> natural, then you need to know what part of the field is coming from or yeah. where is it coming from. In general, so when you go into these these farms, what are you? How long do you stay at? Well, how long are you staying to um, visit these farms, and what are you necessarily looking looking at as far as these farms and that you're potentially buying your seeds from? So, um, again, me and my dad uh, kind of go there, and so. We split it up. Um, mm -hmm. So my dad focuses a lot on um, like the if there's grain silos, um, what kind of fertilizer and stuff they're using for their fields. Okay. Um, I focus a lot on the people okay. um, because I do like to know what kind of people I'm dealing with. Gotcha. Um, you know, I, I want to know if you're someone that's gonna you know, go the extra mile and maybe pay the extra 10 or $20 for something because you know it's good. Or right. if you're someone that's going to take that shortcut because you can just say otherwise. Right. Um, that's important. So, um, I mean, we're both looking at both things, but those are kind of, we tag team it a lot of okay. the time. That's good. Um, and it's nice whenever you're a family going to deal with another family. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so usually it's like a day trip. And then we come back. Okay. So what's the furthest that you all go to get these seeds? Um, our absolute furthest place was Minnesota. Okay. So usually it's Midwest, but okay. Minnesota has lowdown on some arugula seeds okay. that my people enjoy. Okay. <laughs> so you, so did what, so do you, so you only, you said you only, why is it that you only deal with the Midwest region as far as the sea? Well, shipping okay. is a big thing too. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple farms that we are able to um, go and bulk buy from. Okay. Um, but some farms, like, uh, it's just not practical to mm. be able to do that. So we do have to have it shipped once we know it's, a place that we want to deal with because okay. sometimes I mean you're paying twenty fifty dollars for a bag of seeds but then you're paying sixty seventy dollars for shipping for that same bag of seeds okay. that makes a huge difference that when does. you're on a small scale like if I was a big guy you know <laughs> oh cool like I could just order a pallet but right. you know I I'm not there yet okay. <laughs> so um with these seeds, are you, you said some, do they have them on hand, do these places have them on hand that you can buy from, or how, how's that transition, that transaction work? They do, yeah, it's on hand. Okay. So uh, this time of year, 
is actually a little sketchy for seeds because everybody mm -hmm. is at the end of last year's season. Okay. Um, so when I say sketchy, it's, it's a good quality seed. Everything's great about it, but it's the... It, they're the seeds that have been sitting around the longest that they're okay. getting rid of in order to start the next season. Okay. So for me, it means that usually um, the seeds don't grow as tall of sprouts. Okay. Like they're just as thick, just as juicy. They just, for some reason, they never grow as tall whenever it's I the seeds you. at the end of the season. Okay. So that's another thing with, you know, if we could bulk buy and we have the storage, that would be a different case. But So um, when you're buying these, these seeds, are you more so trying to buy in bulk or it just kind of depends? It depends on the seeds for sure. Okay. Um, like our bulk greens, what I call the juicing greens. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the ones where, uh, like the juice bars, if you go there, you can order a wheatgrass shot or a pea oh. shot or a sunflower shot or, you know, a blend of those. Um, they're they're the really tall greens that are super fat and juicy. Okay. Um, smaller microgreens like broccoli sprouts or something like that. Mm -hmm. If you were to juice those, like it would take a ton to make a shot. Mm. Um, but you don't need that much, you know, gotcha. they're, um, sprouts are kind of, uh, they're opposite of people. So sprouts are the younger a plant is. And when I say sprouts, it's literally any plant ever. Right. Um, some taste good. Some don't is the only <laughs> difference. Gotcha. Like I've tried some chai seed sprouts and I could not get that taste in my mouth. Mm. Oh, it's so awful. Don't ever do it. They look beautiful, but okay. ugh, awful. Um, <laughs> but so the younger the seed is, the more uh, nutritious it is. Okay. So for the first 10 to 15 days, depending on the sprout, mm -hmm. they live off of the oil and energy that they were born with in that seed as soon gotcha. as water is hit to it. Mm. After that time, they drop their roots and they start sucking their energy from the soil and the air, which is okay. what I was saying, 98% from the soil and the air. Right. At that point, they're considered teenagers, um, so they're not going to be as healthy. They're going to taste bitter. Um, they're just going to kind of be in the middle zone. Right. And then once they're adults, they're gorgeous, they taste delicious, but they will absolutely never be as healthy as they were when they were sprouts. Okay. So you try. So you try. Do you try to use them within that ten to fifteen day range? Well, you want to cut them within that okay. ten to fifteen okay. day range, and then you have about seven to ten days to eat them after that. Okay. So I mean, there's there's some leeway there, but if if it helps, so say uh, one ounce of wheatgrass. Mm -hmm. uh, it's equivalent to three pounds of vegetables. Okay. Uh, one ounce of broccoli is going to be like three heads of broccoli. Gotcha. So it's it's just super condensed nutrition. So with these seeds, are you, um, what are you like hoping? So when you cut them, do you, you said you have at least seven to 10 business, well, not business, but days to use it. What happens after those seven to 10 days that you don't use? Um, you ever had bad lettuce? Like yeah. lettuce that you just didn't eat. It, yeah. it gets kind of, so I tell people like if you hold the sprout up to the side and if it's kind of droopy, 
Like it's it's like old lettuce. Like so I mean So it's kinda like a welted yeah, look for it's the just, lettuce almost. It's okay. not gonna taste anywhere near as good. Um you know, at that point if you wanna juice it you could, but I wouldn't eat it any further than a day or so past that point. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So if you do use it after that point, could you possibly uh, mix it with, say, something that with another plant almost that's that's more with another sprout that's more that's more younger? I guess I should say. Could you? Would it? take away from well, the nutrition of the of the other one or would it kind of It's not going to take away the nutrition of the other one cuz okay. that's that has what it has gotcha. but you're eating something that's lost most of okay. its nutrition and it's kind of rubbery and you know it's going to be one of those situations where you're like you got to chew it a little Okay <laughs> I got you. I got you. Instead of that nice, good crunch and juice that you would want normally. Okay. Now, do you rotate the sprouts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's actually really fun to look at. It's it's beautiful. Um, uh, well, I think it's beautiful, but I'm a farmer, so what <laughs> right, do I know? Right, right, right. <laughs> if it's green and it's alive, I love right. it. Um, but we, we actually grow on racks. Okay. So okay. Um, I just do the levels per rack. So, okay. you know, oldest um, to youngest on there um, because uh, whenever you first add soil or mm. first add water to the sprouts, you actually cover them with another tray for like three to five days. Okay. Like you don't want any kind of light getting to them hmm. um, while they're growing. And so they'll get like an inch to two inches depending on the sprout and they'll be like totally yellow and they will hmm. look super funky. Um, but the reason why you do that is because um, since sprouts have so much chlorophyll in them, hmm. if you were to give them chlorophyll solidly the entire time they're growing, it could potentially make you sick um, oh, wow. because it's too much chlorophyll for your system. Hmm. So the longer you keep them covered, the more um, uh, the easier it's going to be on your digestive system. Okay. And a lot of people eat sprouts because they have some sort of IBS or some sort of digestive issue. Hmm. So the last thing you want to do is hand them something that's going to irritate that. That's true. So... Um, uh, it's kind of fun whenever you do that though, because like whenever once you on the day that you take it off and they're mm -hmm. all yellow, like within like the midday, like you can actually watch them start to turn colors. Okay. So it's kind of fun. So how how do you how often do you rotate them? Um. So uh, normal cycle is seven to ten days. Okay. Um. So every seven to ten days, I'm chopping. And okay. planting more. Now, do you use the same, um, do you plant them in the same soil? Or you completely take the soil out, re put some more new soil, fresh soil in, and then start that whole So when I started process. out, I was doing, like, new soil every time. Mm -hmm. Because what I didn't expect, and it's kind of fun, is uh, sprouts, the, the root system are so solid mm -hmm. that it's whenever you go to when they're ready to cut, it's like cutting carpet. Mm. Like, it's super solid root system. Wow. Um, so at first, I was like, well, the roots took over, so there's nothing nutritious there. 
But then I started learning a little more and composting, mm-hmm. and I found out um, I actually sold the root beds to horse farms for a while mm-hmm. because they're super loaded with nutrition, mm-hmm. but you have to add other things to it um, okay. in order to get it back to being soil that is usable. Okay. So where do you get your so Is there a certain soil for which you... With, with you trying to do natural, is there a certain soil that you have to use? Or is it just, you There's, can just use any soil? You could, I mean, it's a good question. So you can technically use any kind of soil you mm-hmm. want. But because I'm obnoxious and I like the best of all things. Right. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know, if you're going to grow a quality product, Put quality into it. That's is true. my thing. That's true. Um, you know, my finances might not always reflect that, but <laughs> you know. Um, so I like to use very high grade, um, what's called living soil. Okay. Um, so that's something where it's already got a whole microbe system kicking in that soil oh. that's super healthy okay. for it. It's organic, no chemicals are in there. Um, I feel like my plants are happier when they're in there, but, um, <laughs> again, that's a farmer's perspective. Yeah. Like, I guess we could probably use cheaper soil, but yeah. I'm not gonna. I mean, I understand <laughs> if you, like you said, if you want something high quality, of course, you, you're going to have to pay a bigger, <laughs> a yeah. lot more money for you know, that quality that you're trying to produce. So it's well, definitely understandable. And it gave me motivation to learn how to compost things properly. Right, right, so, right. like, you know, I am buying that, but it's adding to, you know, soil and root beds that have been composted. So it's eventually, you know, after a few years, I've I've gotten the hang of it, I think. Yeah. So you said <laughs> you, were putting, you were putting them on racks. So do you have, like, a... Like a greenhouse type thing almost? Is it just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, our greenhouse looks a little different than the average greenhouse mm-hmm. um, because everything is on racks, um, but they're all rolling racks. Okay. Um, so we'll, we grow... Um, we're a medicinal plant um, nursery. So okay. we grow like different herbs. We grow um, the sprouts. um so it's it's kind of it's like an indoor jungle, but on racks. So with it being on a such smaller scale, is it a lot harder to maneuver everything, or is it kind of is it a little bit easier because everything is right there? I love it because everything's okay. right there. Okay. Um, and with them all being on wheels, like you can kind of just move it wherever you need it to be. Now, if you like you, you said that you eventually want to move to a bigger spot. If that happens, would you still keep the same um, same method, like the rolling, the rags, and or would you move more towards a traditional? Um, um I would probably keep all the racks. Okay. Because of the fact that um, uh, one of the things that I feel that huge sprout farms Mm -hmm. are lacking is individual attention to the plants so a lot of the times you know you'll you'll see these big impressive videos of 
you know, a mile worth of sprout tables. Right. But if you really pay attention, you know, there's bad spots throughout there because people okay. aren't really taking the personal touch. Mm -hmm. That's why I like the spinning racks, and, you know, the racks on wheels because I can rotate them constantly. I can know what plant needs what. Um, I may be a little bit of a control freak. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean that's good, especially when it's your business. You're you're running this bit. You're running this particular business for this particular reason. So, in essence, you have to be a little bit OCD because you're putting in. This is time that you're putting in. This is something that you. This is something that you want other people to buy. So in that case, is is highly understandable. Now. Would you ever move to a more of a, I guess, like an outside type of form, or would you more so keep it indoor, like an indoor thing? Another good question. Um, so with sprouts, I would do indoor mm -hmm. um, just because of the control of the air and okay. everything around it. But um, with the medicinal plants, like whenever, uh, like uh, lavender or mm. wormswood or any of those, absolutely having an outdoor facility would make the world of difference for that. Now, do you have the lavender and stuff now, or are you just doing the... Um, I do batch? do those on the side. Okay. Um, so those are small batch things. Um, okay. Because of, like, whenever I was doing the markets on the regular, mm -hmm. um, I always had different things that I had been creating. But because you. of COVID and we haven't had as much um, foot traffic to it, um, I, I'm i more on a uh, call me and tell me what you need. Okay. And I will try and figure out what I can do for you to help with that. Okay. Now, how do you know when you're wrote when you're rotating, is it, do you label, like, do you label the trays, or how do you know which ones to rotate with? <laughs> so, um, same method of how I find my car in a busy parking lot. <laughs> I always park in the back left of the parking lot, oh, so wow. every time I, I do my sprouts, I rotate them to the left. So okay. I know that every day everything's been rotated to the left, and okay. I don't have to worry about anything else because I'll I won't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> one of the things where I know me personally, I will forget <laughs> which ones I didn't rotate. It was new, and I'll be I'll probably mess something up. <laughs> oh my gosh! When I first started, I was trying to like you think I'm a control freak now. When I first started, I had different colored stickers on every single tray wow. and like every time I touched them I would put like a date and a time and all this uh -huh. and then like it took me all of like six months to figure out that's not gonna work right <laughs> that's definitely yeah that's, I, that's a lot of thinking there, but I'm like this is just obnoxious <laughs> so how many so how many plants do you usually do you usually or sprouts how many do you usually do in a week or in a month um, so right now, because it's the first time I've been back at the markets, mm -hmm. I'm kind of doing one tray of everything. Okay. Um, before, whenever it was our peak season, we'd sell about four to five trays of every variety that okay. we had. So, so what's considered, what's considered peak season? 
Um, peak season would be like market season, whenever people are like summertime, springtime, when people are walking around, um, you know, just wanting something to do on a Saturday or a right. Sunday. Those are the people that are our jam. Now, we, I know earlier you talked about um, the the farmers getting rid of like the older seeds. What when is that? What's What's the peak season for getting seeds, for them growing the seeds, or potentially you buying the seeds? What's the good time? Mm, in about a month. In about We're a gonna month. We're going to start getting all the new season seeds. Okay. Now, when you say new season, how long does a, how long does a season usually last? Mm, about six months. About six months. Okay, so it's I mean, usually... I mean, depending on the crop, but yeah, about six So it's months. usually about, about twice a year? Almost. Mm -hmm. So, which one, which, what seeds grow better in which season? For sprouts, it doesn't really matter because it's all indoors and I okay. control the environment for okay. them. Um, if you were growing outdoors, it would be a totally different game because it's not really sprouts when you're growing outdoors mm -hmm. because it takes twice as long for the plants to get to the same size as they would indoors. Mm -hmm. um, so because it takes twice as long, they've already dropped their roots and lost their soil. So whenever uh -huh. you're, so uh, that's a big difference of uh, people, whenever you can go to Whole Foods and you can buy wheatgrass powder, mm -hmm. but your wheatgrass powder that you're buying there is seeds that have been in fields and that are no longer sprouts. Okay. So I mean, it is healthy for you, but you're eating teenagers, you know, like right. in, in the, that sounds really weird. <laughs> <laughs> in plant form, you're eating. In plant form, you're eating, eating the teenagers. teenagers. Like it's bitter, like it's not going to taste that great. And it is healthy, but it's not anywhere near as what it should be, mm. which is, that's why we're doing our protein where it's, you know, after the, pending on the sprout, you know, seven to 10 days, it is always cut because it's always at its peak nutrition. Okay. Um, because why would you take something if you couldn't get the best that's yeah. true. Now, if you were doing it outside, would it be, um, do you think it would be more beneficial? Which one do you think is more beneficial, the inside, doing it inside, doing it indoors or outdoors? Um, for sprouts, inside for sure. Right. Um, for, the, for the other ones, outside is fine. Um, as long as it, you're not growing it within that, that small period of time where they're mm. just sucking everything in around them, um, you're fine. Now, with the with a big land or something like that, um, when is it good to, I know you said it in a month, but with other kind of um, seeds like lavender and stuff like that, when is a good time to, to buy them? So on that one, we're we're just starting that one. So okay. I'm kind of it's it's like a whole new frontier for me. Gotcha. So for plant me, I'm just like wee <laughs> all kinds of crazy new seeds. Yeah. Um. So I'm I I've grown them on small scale in my own herb garden, but okay. on mass scale, it's I'm learning as I go. Okay. So. Do you so with I know you said you grow you growing the lavender on your on a small scale at home or whatever. So are you doing that with any of the other ones or is that kind of just a way 
that you do with new stuff that you are trying out? Um, I usually do it on, um, so 95% of the things that I make are due to me trying to fix something of my own okay. or me trying to cover my laziness. Okay. So <laughs> the skincare products and all that was about trying to fix my health. Um, the tea products are all about like, uh, so I am a super ADD person. Like my gotcha. brain is going 100 all the time. So having that kind of tea that just kind of mellows you out for right. a minute is nice. Like gotcha. it doesn't get you high or anything crazy, but it just like kind of slows you down for That's a minute. True. Um, yeah. So, so have you, um, what kind of teas do you do as far as with your business? So we do um, regular sprout teas. Okay. So they're going to be like cranberry tea, ginger tea, all of that. Okay. But I add our sprout protein to it. Okay. Um, so, and, oh, and the sprout protein, that was, that was created because I was too lazy to clean my juicer every day. And if you don't clean your juicer, like when you use it, it smells terrible later. Like just half a day, it smells terrible. Don't do it. <laughs> clean it or just find another way. So that was my other way. I could just like put my little teaspoon of whatever and whatever I'm drinking for the day and be good to go. Um, but with that, I add that to teas because it's um, the... Sprout protein is super, super healthy for you. It's like gotcha. 125 vitamins and nutrients. Oh, wow. Um, it's super loaded in fiber, protein. Like, it's just great for you. Okay. So if you blend it with the teas, then basically you're turning your tea into a vitamin. Oh, I got you. Um, with the other teas that we do, we work with kava tea. Um, we also do uh, work with CBD tea. Okay. Um, we will eventually be doing THC tea. Um, so each of them have a different thing. Kava just kind of mellows you out. Gotcha. But without the reason why I add sprouts to it is because for prolonged uses, kava can actually um, make you stop um, absorbing salt. Okay. Um, which affects like uh, your your vitamin B, um, vitamin K, and vitamin A intake. Hmm. So it it actually has a negative effect. Um, so what we do is we add the sprouts because those are super high in those vitamins. So it's kind of counteract. You're getting the nice mellow effect, but you're not doing damage on your body. So would that be so that particular tea? Would that be Almost good for like people with high cholesterol, high blood, with that diabetes. Would that be a good tea for them to drink just because of it limits the the amount of salt and sugar and stuff like that that they have? Um, I mean, it would kind of it would depend on their their background issues, okay, you know, okay. like because some teas like a, a cranberry orange tea might be better for someone like that versus like a ginger orange, like right. peach. Like, you know, all of the ingredients um, matter. So there's always a way to cater mm -hmm. the plants to the person. Okay. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. No, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> like, 
No, because uh, the only reason I asked that because I have family that has heart problems. Yeah. That has, uh, I have, my family has a history of uh, heart disease, high cholesterol, diabetes, stuff like that. So, you know, naturally, um, if it's something that they can use besides taking medicine and the insulin and stuff like that. If they like salads, I would say the quickest and most delicious thing that they could do to start helping via sprouts mm -hmm. would be adding pea sprouts and sunflower sprouts to their salad. Okay. So they taste super yummy and they're crunchy and they're juicy, but they're also loaded with all kinds of good things for um, you know, uh, it cleanses your blood. Um, they also are known to, as they go through your system, they kind of act as a magnet for toxins. Okay. So as you, you know, like go to the bathroom or whatever, it, it releases those toxins out of your body. Mm. Um, it also makes you feel a lot more full. So you're not snacking constantly. Right, right, right. Um, I was a big person, um, that, I would dip real hard right before lunchtime. Mm -hmm. And like, I was just a crab, don't talk to me right before lunchtime. <laughs> but you know, I started on the regular taking the sprouts and I'm, I'm, I'm solid the way through. Okay. So, um, that so do you all do any, um, like natural vitamins almost like as far as like in, cause like almost in a, or like have a you pill like type a pill thing? form, yeah. You know, I so I've been going back and forth on that one. Okay. Because my whole thing is plant health right. and I'm trying to get people away from big pharma, but at the same time, a pill would be super easy to pop. That's, so that's true. I I purchased the the machine to where you could like press them and make them, mm -hmm. but I've I've been on the debate. I've had it for like a year and a half okay. and I'm like does this counteract what I'm trying to do or does it make it easier? Like, it's a debate. <laughs> I mean, it, it <laughs> what definitely... What do you think? I think it definitely will make it easier because even with, like, supplements, like uh, workout supplements and stuff like that, they have them in a pill form. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people, especially nowadays, nowadays everybody are trying to... Um, everybody's always on the go. Yep. So sometimes people don't have that that energy to juice or anything like that. So taking a vitamin can help them. So I, it definitely as it's with it being organic, it's not like they're getting. It, yeah, it's I mean, not it's, side effects to it. It's, yeah, there's it's just nothing like, being added. Yeah, it, just, it looks like a pill. Yeah, <laughs> it just has the pill look. It's still organic. It's still right. organic. Don't take pills, but this one's okay. Right. This one this one is definitely helping you. This is definitely worth it. Uh but yeah, the like I said, I know I seen I see a lot of people take pill the like the supplement pill to like work out or mm -hmm. um instead of taking a protein, they might take the pill that helps like for muscle or something like that, but it's still, it's still not, it doesn't, well, those might have some chemicals with it being for performance type thing, but, um, yeah, I think that would be, if it don't work, you can always say you tried it. <laughs> I'll just blame you. Wow. 
I, see, this like, is he told me it this was is the fine. second time I didn't got blamed on my show. <laughs> Why is that? People just love blaming me. It's all good. I'll take it. It was my idea, people. It was my idea. I gave the idea. Well, but, you were saying um, like workout stuff. Yeah. So one of the really good things, um, which is pretty popular in like big uh, sports, is uh, fenugreek. Mm-hmm. So you can take it as a sprouted um, seed, or you can take it as a microgreen, mm-hmm. but it actually increases testosterone okay so it is super awesome for whenever you're trying to work out a lot Mm -hmm. um but you do have to um it's kind of one of those things where you do it for like two weeks and then you take a week off it's not steroids people (laughs) she's not talking about steroids (laughs) some of y'all don't get confused please don't She's not talking about steroids. Yeah, not, no, don't get them confused. It is a sprout. It actually, um, so if you eat it a lot, it mm-hmm. gives you the natural smell of maple syrup. So now, <laughs> with you doing research of that, why haven't you? Why are you still on the fence of doing the pill if you know of a product like that? Um. Because I'm stubborn. I think that's the only thing that's holding me back. Like, <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, was, I was open enough to purchase the, the machinery, and I don't tend to buy things that I don't use, so right. eventually it's going to happen. Hey, as long as, it, <laughs> as long as it eventually gets used. But like, I, think, I think that would... I think that will work because, like I said, a lot of people, especially now, people been sitting at home for the past year due to COVID. So a lot of people are start are trying. I'm not going to say starting. They're trying <laughs> to get back in the gym. Um, yeah. We all know how that goes. You go to the gym for about two, maybe for I give it a month, and then you're like, no, I'm not going no more. It's kind of like that New Year's revolution, especially at the beginning of the beginning of the year. Everybody go to the gym, then for the first go to the gym for the first couple of weeks, the gyms are packed. There's nothing. But as soon as about that third week of January, slowly starts. Everybody slowly starts decreasing and not coming back anymore. So Yeah, it's but. terrible. So pre-COVID, I absolutely was hardcore into my boxing gym. <laughs> and I go a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. And then... COVID happened, and now I can honestly say the last time I worked out was when I watched that movie, Girls Want to Have Fun, <laughs> and they were doing that scene where they were dancing in front of the mirror for uh-huh. their their big dance TV rehearsal thing, and oh, wow. I, I danced along to it, but that's about that's the about only exercise I got. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, will you, if something like that was to work, and you was to do something like that, would you try to go into that type, go into that industry of uh, going to that fitness industry? Um, I think that it's a very big field to go into, but my big goal really is, I mean, as much as I love creating all these different things, my big goal is to normalize plant medicine. So if it's not me that's pushing you into the physical therapy field, what I do want is for you to have plants in mind on that. So education is my even, big goal. Even now, would you consider, with the plant medicine, would you like even consider um, 
going to somebody who's a physical therapist and showing them, hey, this has X, Y, Z um, benefits to your client that has a bum knee or something. You Absolutely. Can do something like this. Would you now? Would have you ever held any seminars or anything like that? Um, so I <laughs> depends on what you mean by a seminar. <laughs> um, so I teach a lot of kids classes, okay. um, but as for standing up in front of a bunch of adults, um, usually that's my farmers markets. Okay. Okay. Now. With that, have you? I mean, it's it's good. I mean, I love it. I would, right. but I just haven't. That's not the area I've done yet. Okay. Yet. Have you? Would you? <laughs> would you consider? I know you said you do the markets a lot, but would you consider possibly doing like demonstrate like demonstrations on a bigger something that's solely towards you, where you don't have other vendors or anything like that, something that's strictly yours, a demonstration seminar, stuff like that. Would you I, I would love that. That was that was kind of part of what I when we were building the plant YMCA building. Mm-hmm. Um so I love cooking, you know, mm-hmm. again the big restaurant background. Right. So and with our farm we had a full lunch menu and you know, I like to not only fill your belly with good things, but I want you to know why those things are good for you. Okay. So I feed you, but then you have to listen to me talk about plants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trade-off. Yeah. We both get what we want. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, people, especially if you make it something that's healthy and that's good and healthy, I'm pretty sure people would never, you know, care about it. but how how um, how long have you been in the how long have you been cooking like in that type of industry um ooh, I think 17 was my first restaurant job okay I worked uh, as like a regular server for probably two years and then mm-hmm. after that I was managing or GM now why didn't you go into that realm of um, biz why didn't you go into that type of industry along with your with making food making plant-based food um so that would have been the natural course okay, okay but I ended up meeting this like so my best friend right out of high school um, her brother walked in and he was kind of cute and I got very sidetracked for about 10 years. Wow. <laughs> that's, wow. That's where I went into the welding and the traveling all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I got distracted by a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that could, that could uh, deter you, move you from where you're trying to go. Now, you said you did welding. How did you get into, what made you get into welding? Um, so... I was in Missouri, and I had just finished. I was a GM at a Sonic, okay. and then um, I was offered. I was just applying all over the place because I was getting ready to move, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a random factory um, that was a saw blade factory in Peebley okay. um, hire me. Okay. So I was like, okay, well, let's try this. And then 
Um, I was actually dating my ex at the time, and he was a welder. So mm. he was like, yeah, welding's a great career. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Yep. I won't listen to the boys anymore. <laughs> they seem to have gotten you in trouble in your early they years. Have, they have, they have, they <laughs> yeah, have. They seem to have I, distracted you I enjoy the stories that I have <laughs> from it, but uh, not going to repeat Now, those. would you go back, would you decide to, have, have you ever decided to go back into the kitchen, which you have in this uh, plant-based um, business? Absolutely. So one of my goals is to create a recipe book. Okay. So I want to, because um, again, a lot of people don't really know what to do with sprouts. Right, right, right. Um, so I want to create something where they have a book where they have a basic things of that they can do, but also that they're very interchangeable with a lot of things. So I okay. want to make it easy for people. If I okay. tell you a turkey sandwich, you know you can put whatever you want right. to put on it. Right, like, right. you know, I want to make it very open. Um, but then because of the bartending background and the protein, I also really dig um, doing different cocktails and okay. stuff like that. So okay. um, it's going to be half food and half drink. Okay. Now, is there any, have you made any, smoothies with these mm -hmm. okay. yeah have you ever been to the vine or heard of the vine mm -hmm. mediterranean restaurant no, I yeah it's down on grand it is super delicious <laughs> and then um uh i love juice bar which is out in ladue um both of those do juices and smoothies um right. and we actually supply them okay. with their sprouts oh wow yeah so, so show them some love. <laughs> so how long does, um, <laughs> like, how, so do you have to go over there and show them how to, uh, I guess, necessarily, is there a particular way that you have to juice them, juice the sprouts, or are you just? Um, as long as you have a masticating juicer, mm -hmm. you're fine. Um, which they do have. Okay. Um, and then when it breaks, I come and fix it. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> which is an odd skill I didn't realize I would learn over the years. But yes, I can I can fix any commercial juicer. Okay. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That works. So, are you? How do you ship? How do you ship these sprouts to these different areas? Um, right now, I deliver, or they come and pick up. Okay. 90% of the time I deliver because, okay. again, we don't have a, a walk-in facility right. right now. So where, how do you package them? Is there a certain way you have to package them or you could just like put them in a box? In um, with the sprouts, we have like one pound bags that we like eco-friendly bags. And mm -hmm. then the, uh, the microgreens, we just have like little plastic containers that okay. are terrible for the environment. <laughs> now, do you also sell the seeds too or you just, or you I, plant the seeds? I, so before I didn't, um, but right now because of COVID, I'm getting more into creating um, like kits where okay. people can uh, take them home and have a monthly supply. Okay. Um, that way it kind of, it keeps it from being exposed to the elements, but you're also getting the joy of growing for yourself. Now, do you have to, uh, when with these kits, do you have to... Have do you put instructions in them on how to take care of them, or you just 
How does and, that work? Yeah, instructions will be in there, and then we're working on having like a little video thing okay. that Mr. Big Stew Studios will be producing. Shout out um, to Big Stew. <laughs> Um, so it'll be like a little individual video where it'll be me saying, hey, this is how you do this. Okay. Now, how, how long, how long would that video, will you try to make that video? Will oh, it be gosh, like short. a commercial no, type yeah, thing? Okay. Yeah, short. Like, it'll be, hey, guys, we're going to pr- or plant broccoli today. Right. This is how you plant it. Here's a couple nutrition facts about it. Eat it. Now, will you have, um, as far as like the the instructions, will the v will there will it be a video that you can look up, or will it actually come in the package with the seeds? So I am being a farmer, mm-hmm. not great with IT. Um, gotcha. So that's going to be a big stew issue. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, most likely, like, feasibly, I would like to have it to where if you buy something, um, there'll be, like, a little code or something. Okay. Um, and then once you get home, you can just put that code in and you can look up whatever videos you want. Okay. Um, kind of like a live video system. I also want to build like the recipe books and all that. Um, make a lot of it to where other people, wherever you're at, can learn. So once you do make the recipe book, will you sell it or will it just be some like a come in a package deal? How How would you do that? Um, starting out, probably just come in the package deal. If I see that people are actually responding to it well, then we'd probably go into selling it. But a lot of, a lot of my main goal is just kind of getting people interested in it because it's, you know, even getting your kids into it, you know, you you don't think that you're going to be interested, but then something happens when you put your hands in that soil and something happens when you see that little seed pop out of the soil and you get to watch it grow like you become very interested in it now will you have will you have a starter kit for for not well for kids for one to get them interested in it and then also have a starter kit for um like people who's into who's just starting out uh, their garden or anything like that? Um, So I'm thinking of having three. Um, I'm in the process of kind of setting them all up. So I want to do one to where if you are, um, you know, you have your kids um, and you want to grow with them, you can do that kit because there's also the online school and all that. Growing sprouts actually um, would be included in some of those science program type deals mm-hmm. that they have. So right. it would uh, help with their curriculum. Um, you can also have ones for adults where they already know the deal and they just want their supplies each month. Okay. And then I also would like to start pushing for um, like big businesses, corporations, okay. stuff like that to make it normal to have like a centerpiece of sprouts. Um, you know, that people can add to their lunch every day because the more healthy and energized their employees are, the better they're going to work. Okay. So will, these pe- will, the- will they have to have a big garden or it wouldn't matter what size the garden No, is? like centerpiece-wise, uh, well, because a, a serving of sprouts, you only need about that much for a serving of sprouts. So right. say you've got 
15 people working in your office space, a little boat like this is going to cover them. Okay. And it's really, like, they are so flavorful. Like, radish sprouts, arugula. Like, if, if you think of the adult vegetable, mm. times that by, like, five. That's what it is like whenever you're eating these little guys. So okay. it's like, it looks like it's sprinkled on your burger. When you're taking a bite of it, you're just mm. like, dang, this flavor is nuts. Wow. And I love that. Well, that's good. Well, that's it, everybody. This has been another episode of Straight Like That. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, the store, if you have any social media they can contact you on. Go ahead and let them know where you can find where they can find you. Oh, awesome. Thank you. No. Um, Charlie Sprouts, um, www.charliesprouts.com. We are also, um, on Sundays, we are going to be at the Nine Mile Market. Um... Oh, uh, we have Facebook, which is charliesprouts.com. We also have Instagram, which is charliesproutsstlewis.com. Well, I am your host, Mr. Edwin Thomas. It's been fun talking yes, to, talking about so plants good. for you, you, with you. I've <laughs> never talked about plants ever. I've worked at Lowe's and had to work in the garden section, and I didn't like it. I hated it. It was boring to me, but that's just me. <laughs> You can follow me on all platforms, Facebook, Etwan Thomas, um, Instagram, at underscore Etwan Jr. underscore. Um, you can follow the podcast. It is called on Instagram, straight like that, two, the number two. And we are also, the podcast is also on Facebook, straight like that podcast. We will have some merch coming up soon. Um, I'm in the works with that with my producer. We will have merch coming soon um and hopefully i will you'll be getting one whenever we um decide to do it whenever we decide to get it if you have any video if you want to do any content creating photography video videos anything like that my producer big stew shout out to big stew he is the guy for the job so this has been another episode of straight like that see you all next week this your boy Antoine, the host of Straight Like That podcast, being brought to you and aired at Big Stew Studios, produced by Big Stew.